Hey everyone, welcome to the Small Screen Couch Commentary Podcast, where we watch your favorite TV shows, give you our thoughts, and ask for yours. I'm Alex. And I'm Billy. We're excited to watch and rewatch the best TV shows from start to finish and hope you're ready to take the ride along with us. We'll talk about the best characters and their stories, reveal some hidden gems, and look for you to do the same. From sci-fi to comedy, drama to anime, we've got it all covered. So grab your favorite snack and we'll see you on the couch. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Uh-oh. episode six Jeez. of the small screen couch commentary. We're almost there. The boys. Yeah, we're almost at the end. There's only two more episodes after this Yeah, for season one. Um, first thing I want to just touch on, season four was announced today. Um, earlier today, we posted about it on our Instagram and our Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, can you look up what can you confirm yeah, real quick? Way ahead of you, big yeah, dog. That's what I was trying to do before we got into it. Um, but yeah, it was confirmed today. It is June 13th. 13th. Okay, June 13th. Ooh-hoo. Is that a Friday? No, oddly okay. enough, I think it's like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Oh, that makes sense. So think I'm thinking that. maybe that they are probably going to release the first two episodes and it'll be like, Hey, you can watch Thursday and Friday, and then after that, it'll probably be, yeah, you know, one episode a week on Fridays. Because I think traditionally for seasons two and three, the episodes were on a Friday when they would come out. Yeah, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. All right, but I think this kind of works for us because we want to finish up the boys. Yes, it works out perfectly. I as soon as I saw the announcement, you did the math. I did the math. I went. I was like, okay, if we release X amount of episodes, you know, per per week moving forward we'll be able to fit in season two season three and gen v before season four comes out then we'll all be on the same page exactly together you and us watching season four week to week together yeah on the couch that's right couch crew wink um can i put a ding noise when i wink i mean i hope i hope you i hope you do i'm gonna do it i hope so um, but yeah, so I'm I'm excited uh, for that. Now, one thing that uh, before we get into episode six, one thing that you and I had talked about already is um, one. Neither of us have actually watched Gen V. I honestly thought before we started this podcast, I thought you had watched Gen V as well. Nope, but you didn't. Have not. Uh, so that'll be a new experience for the both of us. Heard, That'll be kind of cool. Heard good things. Yeah. Um, but then also the the trailer for season four has been out for a little while now which I didn't watch because I don't want to spoil anything for myself. But my man Billy here, in solidarity, also has not watched the trailer yet. Nope. Um, So I think what will happen is once we um, get through seasons one through three and Gen V, I think we'll probably do a discussion on the trailer um, and just maybe some filler stuff in between um, to kind of ramp things up for season four. But super pumped about that. but let's get into this episode. Let's do that. Um, so first off, I want to talk about um, the director of this episode. Talk to me about him. Jennifer Fang. Her, uh, sorry, talk to me about her. Yeah, sorry. So a um, lot of one epi- one or two episode you know, runs on shows, uh, but uh, they are very adjacent to hero type episodes of shows. Okay. Stargirl, Agents of Shield, uh, Cloak and Dagger, Riverdale, which for those of you who don't know, Riverdale is actually uh It's Jughead, right? 
Yeah, it's Archie Comics. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it is wild. I didn't know that watching it. And like, I never watched Riverdale. My wife watched Riverdale like religiously on Netflix or whatever streaming service it was on. Okay. And the one like day when I was just randomly kind of passing through the room, they mentioned Jughead. I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's like Jughead from Archie. And she's like, what's Archie? Uh, I'm like, oh, I'm old. Yeah. Uh, but then I found out that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's Archie. Um, or but then Archie yeah. the writer of this episode, uh, Rebecca S- Sonenshine, um, bunch of episodes of Vampire Diaries, another show that I did not watch that my wife loved, uh, and then also a show called Archive 81, which I'm not familiar with. I feel like I've heard of it. But don't know what it's about. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. It sounds like it'd be interesting. Could be. Could be. As always, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched this episode, pause, go watch it, come back. Or if you don't care about spoilers, keep on listening. Yeah. Um, First things first, as always, what were you snacking on? I had some peanut butter cups. Reese's peanut butter cups. Ooh. Nice Dang. solid. Yeah, it was actually a uh it was a gift for Valentine's Day. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I got home from I think I was playing basketball. Yeah. And it was on my desk and I was like, I'm gonna eat this while I watch the boys. You know what? I actually have some peanut butter cups in my freezer. I think when I watch the next episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna, That's a great idea. I'm gonna do that. I don't do the freezer thing. It's not bad, but I just don't do it. I don't do it all the time. I did with this bag of peanut butter cups just because sometimes I like that. Harder, crunchier, cold chocolate, but you know I'm a weirdo. Um, I was snacking on Honey O's cereal. Oh, if if you have never had Honey O's, it's an old cereal for sure, but still schmacks. It's so good. Um, but yeah. So let's get into the ratings here because, as with the last episode, I rated this one a little bit lower than than some of the ones pre previous. What what did you rate it? So I took a small peek over at yours. I, I also rated it lower, but I didn't like drop too much. Okay. Um, I gave it an eight point two. All right. All yeah. Right. I I went seven point nine. This um, was the least action packed episode by far. Yes. Um, story was a little bit slower in some parts. I would say a little bit, but a little bit. I st- I don't know. There was something about maybe it's because I know what happens like throughout the show that like the connections of things happening. I know how important they may be or, yeah. you know, things like that. Yeah. Plus, these characters are so good. The show still is solid when you don't have those crazy wild episodes. Yeah, and by no means and I'm, am I saying that it was a bad episode. 7.9 is not a bad rating You almost got a beat, book. you know? Yeah, it's not a bad rating in my book. Um, it, it just, I feel, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of going through these peaks and valleys and we're in a valley right now for me. In in any case, um, so yeah, it was a little bit low of a rating. Still not bad. This being episode six, though, there's only two episodes left. I have to imagine the the train is going to start climbing back up the hill here. Yeah. Um, so you know what's funny is I'm trying to picture the next. I'm trying to picture the next episode and the finale. And there's something that happens in the finale, and I'm like, is it this season it happens in, or is it next season it happens in? So. Okay. Either way, what I'm thinking of when we get there, and I think it's this season, you're going to be blown away. Well, so it's funny. um, My wife, she started watching this before I did uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, Not even a few weeks ago, a couple months ago. 
She also made a mistake, though. She saw Gen V and was like, oh, this show might be kind of cool. Watched that. Did not know that it was a spinoff to The Boys. And then went and started watching The Boys. I think she's caught up. I think she's watched all three seasons. Binge that bad boy. So far. Um, But she's been listening along to the podcast. And she, I think it was earlier today, she was talking to me. She was just like, yeah, man, like. I'm listening to your episodes, and as as crazy as you think some of these things are, it gets crazier. She was also not happy that I my favorite character is Homelander. Yeah, I don't think many people are, <laughs> you know. Uh, but ooh, I think last episode we talked about the um, the Believe event, yeah, and how you kind of disliked some stuff that went on there. And it's like the show touches on that kind of stuff way later on, but it's even cr- more wild. Well, so. Not that it's a spoiler alert for the episode in general, but whatever. This episode, I'm not going to lie, kind of made me, and I'm sure a lot of you will be happy, you'll probably be happy, kind of made me like Homelander less. Oh, really? No, I, should, I, I shouldn't say it made me like him less. It did make me like him less, but it's, it's because I don't like him as a person. My, when I say Homelander is my favorite character, I just think he's a very well-written character i think yes the 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 writers how they are writing homelander and anthony Starr, the way he's playing homelander oh that's why he's my favorite he's not my favorite because of the things that he does right you know necessarily but when we get a reveal here on this episode of something that Homelander did. I'm like, damn! Like, I I, I cannot justifiably like him as much as I do. <laughs> I'm curious where. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. what might have done that. So I'm really curious as to what that is. Um, um. So couple you, you learn a lot in this episode. Yeah, you do. You do. Um, couple new up or new episodes. Couple new characters we meet here. Um, one is Courtney, which if you're looking at the show with subtitles, um, she spells Courtney very weird. It's C O U R T E N A Y. That's Courtney. Yeah, exactly. That's that's Courtney. That's Courtney. That's Chardonnay. She's just a a a new face at Vaught. Um, which by the way, PR lady's name is Ashley. Just want to put that out there. We already confirmed this. Did we? Okay. Yeah, like a couple episodes back. I don't think we did, but we definitely did. I'm getting old. Yes, you are. Um, and then also Mesmer, who um, is played by Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> which I love that. Yeah. yeah. Which if if you remember from old man movies from the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, Haley Joel Osment's claim to fame, claim to fame is I See Dead People yeah. in uh, Sixth Sense. Yeah. Um, you know, so. I've never watched that. Really? Yeah. Never. Do you? But you know what happens. Though. I know, you know yeah. the ending. Yeah, I know the the plot. It twist. probably is not gonna hit the same way. It's as like you any. Know. That's an M Night Shyamalan movie, right? Yes. It's like anyone. Once you know the twist, it's like, is it worth watching? Absolutely. I've watched Signs is worth watching. I've watched Signs multiple times. Signs is a I've great movie. Six Sense multiple times. I've watched Unbreakable multiple times. Never saw Unbreakable. Wow. So that was at a time where I was a little too young for those. I don't want to get in deep because it's like you're getting deep land. into Tangent Land already. But deep, I, deep. Yeah. I was too young to watch those, so I wasn't allowed to. And then I knew what like the twists were, and I was just like, okay, well, I don't need to watch them ever. Yeah. To each their own. Um, Tangent Land over. Yeah. In any case, um, connections to previous episodes here. Um, there's um, a hero convention 
that's happening in this episode. And in the last episode, there was a, a moment where Popclaw's watching one of her old movies. Yeah. And the person in the scene with her is Billy Zane. And you don't get to hear like what his character's name is or this, that, whatever. But in this episode, in the hero convention, Billy Zane is there. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like Billy Zane playing a character. It's Billy Zane as Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. You also see Tara Reed here. Yes. Um, so initially I was thinking, okay, well, there are no celebrities. Well, here we find out there are celebrities. <laughs> There's real life celebrities playing themselves, but they're obviously like kind of beat here. Well, in real life, I hate to say it. I love Billy Zane. I love Tara Reed, but they're kind of B and or maybe C tier in real life. Yeah. Clearly they're kind of still that they're that like lower tier celebrity here because the the soups are all the celebrities. But it's kind of cool that we still yeah. see real life celebrities in uh in this universe. I can't remember if this if it's this episode or the last one, but they do mention another random celebrity in conversation. Okay. And I meant to bring that up to you because yeah, there are celebrities in this world. They're just no none of them are gonna be as large as the superheroes now. So right. yeah. Right. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool, but um, yeah. Also, uh, Rachel, who we find out was Maeve's ex, she comes back uh, for a, a brief moment in this episode as yeah. well. Um, so yeah, couple couple you know just tie-ins from previous episodes that were kind of cool. Um, but let's let's get into the opening here. Um, so it opens with. <laughs> This really weird promo that Vaught is cutting for the soups. Yeah. And I I hate to say it, but like it is so bad that I'm like, Vaught seems like this very polished company, this very, you know, influential company. And for them to even think of putting something like this out, it's just really weird. But in any case, Maeve is kind of like walking through like a red, red cross, like camp at some third world country homelanders like on a playground playing with some <laughs> kids yeah the worst one was a train a train is like taking a jog and then you see he's kind of like taking a jog with other people but you see the other people are all like amputees yeah. in wheelchairs yeah it, it, this whole thing was just awkward to watch yeah yeah for sure yeah for sure um I think Black Noir. He's kind of like in a like a tea house by himself, making some. He's doesn't he drink tea, but he doesn't. Ha he can't drink it through yeah, his mask. Yeah, yeah, which that was weird. Um, and then obviously they still are trying to play the narrative that translucent is still around. His was probably the best one because it's just like a swing at a playground, swinging back and forth, and it's like and they have translucent, translucent on the screen. Um, but he's obviously invisible, so you can't see him. But yeah, we, we all know, know what happened. We know where he is. Yeah. Um, and then I think they, they cut to like uh, a part where they're, they're supposed to have footage of Starlight and they don't. Yeah. Um, Come to find out, it's not ready. It's not an actual opening yet for a show for the soups. It's just something that somebody made and they show it. Is it Courtney they show it to? Yeah, it is Courtney. Courtney. Court Courtenay. Courtenay. Yeah. Um they're they're showing to her and she's not pleased with it. No. Like she is she makes she garbage. Talks, yeah, she talks shit on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and they make it clear that the reason why they don't have any footage for Starlight is because she's not available. It's we're we're kinda in the aftermath of her blowing up the spot of 
the deep, uh, of being a, a soup, you know, kind of in general, and all of the blowback that's happening. At the Believe event. Yeah, yeah at the Believe event from the last episode. So she's just not around. Um, so, yeah. Um, very odd opening, but funny, funny. I guess? Yeah, it made yeah. me laugh. It was... Yeah. It, it made me laugh, but I feel like, yeah, the, this it's a promo for, like, they're going to do a reality show. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. So Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So then the the, the main part of this episode, and it, it kind of gets broken down in a few different scenes, whereas in the last episode, the main part was just everything going on at the Believe event. This is kind of a few different portions, but the main part of this episode is the boys now have you know, essentially the evidence that they need to expose Vaught, to expose the soups and, you know, leverage this in a way that is going to, you know, make their lives hell, if not eliminate them completely. Um, so, yeah, just overall, the episode, I felt, again, a little bit slower pace than it has been before, a little bit less action um, and not not my favorite this is probably my least favorite if not second least favorite episode of the whole series so far i think dumb decisions were made in this episode which is kind of what brought it down for me um by the characters they made some really stupid decisions yeah i can agree with that i can agree with that um so so let's let's get into things here then where where do you where did you see things going here with what had taken place and do you think you know, the way that the boys are going about things was the right way. No. Which one do you want me to start with? Let, I'll let you, I'll let you drive. I'll let you go. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, was that a good pantomime to start driving? Great. It was great. Thank you. Um, I'm going to start with the, the group, which is Frenchie and MM. They want to know more about the female. Right. Um, so they're trying to find a way to do it. And, Frenchie kind of talks to MM and is like, we could go see Mesmer. So right. we find out, first of all, the, the interaction between MM and Frenchie always phenomenal. Yeah, they're kind of like uh, two siblings, yeah. kind of just always fighting and stuff. And MM is like, no, which part of your maid don't you understand? Right. And he starts just talking shit and they go at each other. I forget what they say at this point, but I love it. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, but somehow Frenchie wins the fight and. They decide to go see Mesmer. Well, M.M. goes to see Mesmer at this convention you were talking about. Right. Now, Mesmer is a soup <laughs> who um, we mentioned earlier is played by Haley Joel Osment. And he was kind of like a child actor. movie star, child yeah. actor. Yeah. Yeah, he had a TV show. Yeah, called The Mesmerizer. It essentially was kind of a, like a, when I looked at it, it was kind of like a mixture between like a Matlock slash Law and Order type thing where he is this kid who is helping the authorities determine, like, trying to, like, fight crime or whatever. Yeah. And Mesmer's power is that he can just touch you and... See your past. Yeah, he can see your past. He can read your mind, sign, you know, in a bit. Yeah. Um, and so they, they show a clip of Mesmer, the opening of his show, but then they go out and they see it's Haley Joel Osment kind of just at this convention. He has a TV next to him in the station where he's showing these clips, and he's signing autographs. He's, you know, talking to people and they're um, taking pictures and whatever. 
they're asking like, oh, well, what am I thinking of? You know, this and that, whatever. At one point, there's this lady that comes through, and she's like, oh yeah, what am I thinking of? And he's like, I'm, I'm thinking the same, same thing. thing. And then he writes his number down. Yeah, he's like, let me take this. And obviously, it's like, yo, he's, he's trying to smash. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. That yeah. was great. Um, what was his catchphrase in the show? Do you remember? Oh yeah, he did have a catchphrase. Um, oh, yeah. Let me see if I can... Something like, uh, I think it was like some along the lines of like. You, you, you can't hide your thoughts from me or something like that. Yeah, let me see. I don't remember exactly it. what it was, but yeah, it was totally your like typical 90s TV corny oh, catchphrase. So bad. Um and you know, he says it in the show, but then as he's signing the autographs for people and taking the pictures and whatever, he's saying it there as well. Um so definitely something that you would see reminiscent of shows at that time there are no secrets from me yeah that's what it was which yeah. i wanted to i wanted to say that because at this convention mm goes and he's talking he's like i'm such a big fan and i forget he brings up they were on a show together uh mesmer and a train so he brings up a train yeah pretty much to pull a cord on mesmer which i thought was hilarious and you can see how cocky mm is in the situation he's oh yeah great in the situation yeah and he's like Man, he really made it big. Sucks, I guess, but good for him. You know what I mean? But sucks you couldn't be there too, you know? And they go through that. So they shake hands and Mesmer sees what he was thinking. And he pretty much just convinces him to do what they want him to do, which is to go see the female or at least get together and talk about stuff. But my favorite thing is after Mesmer agrees to it. And then with the biggest grin, just looks at the camera for the picture and goes, there are no secrets from me. And I thought it was the <laughs> coolest thing ever. Yeah, no, MM is definitely, uh, he's growing on me. He's a badass a character, yeah. He is, he is. I, I wouldn't say I disliked him at all, but every episode that goes by, I like him a little bit more. Yeah. Um, he's he's definitely cool. Um, so yeah, they, they get Mesmer to try and go to visit and and talk with the female because they need to find out more about what was happening to her, where she was from, you know, why were they experimenting on her with the compound V? And um, initially, uh, I'm pretty sure, like, initially, Billy is like, whoa, this is a, a bad idea. Or maybe, was they're, he, they're he's doing not it, even there. They're, he's not they're even doing it on their own. Ball. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Which is also probably a bad idea. Because Billy's kind of the leader. You probably should communicate what's going on. Yeah. Billy and Huey have their own little side thing, which I we forgot. will talk about uh, yes. as the other part of the show. Uh, but yeah, they get to, I think they go to Mesmer's house. Yeah. They do. And they kind of make fun of it. It's like 1970s serial killer vibe and all this stuff. They come with the female. And he's like, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you want me to read? And he's like, we need to see her past, where she came from. Like, why? how'd she get here? Why is she here? Blah, blah, blah. Because they need to figure out um, why Vaught was giving her the, the compound, compound B. B. Right, right. Um, which, which we find out is very important to Vought's kind of overall goal plan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So so up until this point, their their biggest goal is to get soups in the military. Yeah. And the female plays an integral part in making that happen. I think her whole situation was kind of like gonna be the 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 straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, it was the testing how can we make this happen. Right. So when Mesmer shakes her hand and touches her, um she breaks it first <laughs> yeah 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 he, which is crazy 
she is not liking because because I think it's also as he's reading her mind, she's obviously Seeing remembering it too. it too. We find out that she um, essentially is from uh, a war torn country where she was kind of being forced to to be like a weapon there. Yeah, she was. From what you see in this instant, she was in a terrorist group. I forget what the terrorist group is called. Yeah. Um, but it's a huge terrorist group. She's a part of it, it looks like. Yes. And so is her brother. Um, but and they automatically are like, whoa, like she's bad. We don't want to yeah, be around her. We don't her. want her. You're <laughs> MM looks at Frenchie. Frenchie, you're dating a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And so they kind of go through this whole thing, and Frenchie still doesn't believe it. Frenchie's like, no, she's good. I don't believe this is true. We need some more stuff. So to give a little bit of a backstory, she's been drawing something this in the beginning of the episode over yes. and over and over again. And Frenchie, we don't see that because it's not the logo of the terrorist group. You know, it kind of makes you think that at first. Right. But it's not. And so when she gets all freaked out, she breaks Mesmer's hand. Um, and man can fix it. I think he even like threatens, like, I'll break the other one or I can fix that one. Right, right. Yeah, he says that, you know, he used to be a field medic and he's like, I can either try to fix this one or I can make sure both both your hands are broken. Yeah. So he obviously Mesmer's like, Okay, well, I, I don't want to have both my hands broken. So he goes back, shakes her hand again, and um you get to see a little bit more. So it's the female and her brother, as you mentioned. Um, but we find out she's essentially being forced. She was kidnapped. Yeah to, yeah, to be a terrorist. Yeah, the the picture she was drawing was a palm tree covering the moon, basically. Yeah, and it was that more that night they her village gets attacked, her and her brother get kidnapped, and are forced to be a part of this group. Right. And then I think at some point the group gets attacked, and that's like the moment that her and brother her and her brother try to get away or something. Yeah. I yeah. you know it's not fully important, but it's good to know that okay, she was not part of the terrorist group she was forced into this yeah i mean she is a part of it but she's being forced to be a part of it she yeah. doesn't want to be a terrorist no not at all yeah um so it is know, important to note before they uh do the second reading billy and huey do show up yeah to this house yeah that everybody's at and, and, and billy is not happy no he is not he is not now um Another part that I do want to talk about just before we get too far into things, um, another part of the show, which I didn't think was super duper important, but still worth mentioning. Um, there's also a promo being shot with Homelander. Yeah, this is important. Um, and and um, I, I don't want to get too far into things, you know, with the rest of the episode, because this part um, I don't want to just glaze over, but they're shooting it at this house and it's kind of being portrayed as if it's Homelander's like house that he grew up in. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he's just going through and he's talking about memories and there's like pictures of like him and his dad and, um, different things throughout his childhood or whatever. And at one point he even like freaks out. Cause there's a, a baby blanket on the bed. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but the the one thing that I that I loved in this part was this is where you also get that like meme that has been making the rounds online on TikTok and stuff over the last year where um he's talking he says it was perfect it was perfect 
every single thing down to the last detail. Minute detail. Yeah. Um, so that's from this. And that is something where he's talking about um, his mother. Um, uh, making a cake, I think. Right. Yeah, for right. baseball. Yeah. Um, so you, they're shooting this promo, and it's at this, this you know, farmhouse. kind of farmhouse. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but you, you kind of then start to realize as you're watching the show and, and watching things like, a lot of it is kind of just staged. Yeah. And he, fake. He doesn't have parents. Yeah. 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 Never, you know, had like those memories that he's talking about and whatever. Um, you know, the, the the cake that mom made, none of that ever actually happened. Yeah. Um, Which is kind of sad. A little bit. A little bit. Um, but the also the other thing is Homelander's just like not with it. Like he doesn't want to keep doing this. No. Um don't blame him. Yeah. Um, not not because of he has some sort of like moral compass that he's like, oh, I I want to not do this because I'm being fake. He just he doesn't want to do it because he's over it. Yeah, you know. Um, but of course, good old Madeline coming through and convincing him otherwise gets her uh, weird mommy girlfriend relationship going. Yeah, um, and uh, she grips up the peepee. Yeah. Man, yeah, and just do it for me. Yeah, and and again, the the whole their whole relationship is so weird. Yeah, because it goes back and forth between this like, you know, I'm Homelander, I'm powerful type, you know, um, narrative and persona, to she just has to say one thing or do one thing, mm-hmm. and then he just melts, and he's you know a little a little baby essentially. Yeah. Um. And that kind of hits to your like thing, like why does he not just do things on his own? This kind of gives you, I think, gives you a little deeper look into it. So, one money is always going to be in play. Sure. The other thing is sex, right? Right. Another thing in play, but he has no mom or dad either. She's that role as well. She's yeah. She's mommy girlfriend. Right, and that's why you know we kind of start to see then why the dynamic of their relationship is the way it is because yeah. these memories that he's talking about, this promo, whatever, they, they're not real. So, yeah, she's filling that void for him. She's filling that mommy role. But then <laughs> I think it's more so also that she knows that she's filling that role, but to kind of just be the the cherry on top of being able to control him, she adds that, like, sexual tension too yeah because that's how you control a guy basically anyway unfortunately yeah so and i mean that keeps him in check you know what i mean because imagine if you don't if a guy like homelander is not in check yeah you know yeah. i mean he's king homelander of the world oh so totally, totally. yeah um so I, I wanted to touch on that you know because it's it's part of the episode here and i didn't want to you know get madeline touched on that too you know what i'm saying yes she did um but yeah, so let let's also then go into the the little side quest that that uh, Huey and, and Billy were on then before they got to the female then. Okay, yeah, good call, good call. Um, so before they were there, where were they at? Well, so they at the house, I should say. Yeah, before they're the house, they leave the compound um, because Billy needs to meet with the CI person at some point. Susan Rayner. But he, not yet. So he's like, I got an errand to run. Yeah. Huey, you're, you're coming with, with me. me. Yeah. Turns out his errand to run is to go to this uh, support group for people who have dated soups. Yeah. And it is really just Billy trying to convince Huey Starlight's the enemy. Right. This is right. what it is, which make, it pisses me. 
it actually pisses me off. Like I understand what Billy's trying to do and why, but it's like, stop it. Yeah, well, and like you know, Billy just thinks all soups, every single anybody with superpowers is bad. Is bad. It's it's a little bit of a of a prejudice or like a Absolutely. Yeah, a racism Absolutely. or whatever. But obviously it's not a race. But it's, it's a it's um it's a prejudice. Yeah, it's a dis- it's discrimination. Yeah, so, yeah. It's he um, discriminates against all soups, and I bet you there are a lot of good soups out there. Like Starlight's one of them. Yeah. He hasn't run into any because he's around the vault world where they're all just terrible. Right. Right. Um, but, but yeah, yeah they, so we go to the support group and um, <laughs> the story that's told is so bad. I feel yeah. so sad for this guy. So the well, one you guy, know who that is then. Right? That's um Seth. Yeah. Yeah. One of the writers for vault. Right. And he tells a story how he was dating one of the superheroes who could f- freeze and freeze things Ooh. down to a very, very cold temperature. So um, he's talking about how like they were really into each other. So they started dating and then they were like hooking up. And one time they were having a real good time. And I guess she must have really liked it because yeah. when she had an orgasm, she froze his pee-pee. Yeah. And it broke off inside of her. Yeah. So this man, uh, unfortunately, is a eunuch now. Yeah. Actually, no. I think a eunuch is when you take someone's ball. I think it's balls. Isn't that? Because I remember that from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, my bad. Or is it one ball? You have one ball. You're a eunuch. I don't remember. Either way, he doesn't have his penis anymore. He, he does not um, have his penis anymore. Yeah. Um, so all these other people, you know, they're like, you know, it's it's almost like a AA type. It is. You know, meeting. Because they're passing a stick around of telling the story. Right. And everybody's like, it's okay. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. It happens because they're trying to still be like, they're still our Trying to support each other. Yeah, they support yeah, each well, other. Yeah. But superheroes are our superheroes. It was just an accident. They can't control themselves. Yeah. And during this whole time, Billy's just talking to Huey, not really paying attention to it, being very disrespectful. Yeah. So the person running it's like, you have something to say? And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. And then the lady's like, all right, Seth, give him the stick. And he freaking like, he says something like, I'll shove it up. I forget what he's like. Somebody shove it up his ass or some Billy, you know, yeah, but witty it, type but it connected to the story that he told. He's like, I'll break it up your ass. Like yours broke off or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets real pissy. And after like a nice little like rant, like he's like telling them like, you ever think maybe she just did that to make fun of you? Like you're nobody to her, you know, all yeah, people, like, she just did it for a laugh. Yeah. Stand up for yourselves. Stop. They're not good. Like, you know, they're all laughing at you. They don't care about you. Right, and because everybody else in the meeting is like, "Well, like, like I said, they're they're, oops, they did that, but they're still our superheroes." So he flips off, uh, grabs his coat, so his chair goes flying, and Huey's just like, "I'm sorry." S-. He says, "Sorry." He's uh, yeah, and then he just yeah. walks out. Yeah. Um, but this leads them to go sit down on a park bench, and this is why you find out, and why Billy. Absolutely hates. Yes, yeah. well, and, and this this is why I was saying this situation is why I cannot justifiably like like Homelander as much as yeah I, I did you know before this yeah um but yeah we find out that the reason that Billy has such a grudge against Soups specifically against Homelander uh, is because Homelander raped his wife yeah he raped Becca. Yeah, and then that bench they're at is the one member in the video, right? The surveillance video from the episode before. That's the a camera uh, uh, in that park, and it's the last video that 
they saw of her before she disappeared. Disappeared, yeah. And he, one, you, he says she sat there for like three hours, did nothing. Yeah. Because obviously, like, went through a traumatic, traumatic experience. Event. Super, yeah. And so then she gets up and leaves. Um, and this is where he admits, even though he got pissed off in the last episode, she's either dead or like something else. I forget what. And he kind of admits to it. And it, and it does hit Huey. You know, it's like, oh shit. Now I get yeah. why you hate him. Oh my gosh. Like, he's admitting that she's like dead too, as well. Like, that's for more for us as the, uh, the viewer. Cause remember the last episode, he was fighting right. against that. Right. Um, but then, yeah, this is why he really doesn't like soups and like why he really wants to get revenge against Homelander and Vault. Um, I felt really bad. I, I did too. Um, cause, you know, it almost, reveals to you why he has such a chip on his shoulder because before you find this out you're thinking well he just doesn't like soups and you know just wants to get rid of him because he knows how bad they actually are yeah when yes that's part of it but in reality it's because of what happened to his wife and you know she disappeared after that and i can't lie like i would feel the same way yeah that happened to me and then like not happened to me but if if that happened to my wife and then she disappeared and i don't have her in my life anymore you know i'd, I'd be probably yeah. i wouldn't go about it the same way as billy is <laughs> because i'm a bitch compared to him <laughs> i ain't gonna lie but um, you would be highly upset and maybe would do something about it yeah and i would i would maybe harbor some of that resentment and that prejudice because, you know, it, you're just thinking, well, I've seen how bad they all are. Now, here's the thing that that I kind of went back to think about then, which I was just like, whoa, why did he say that in this episode? So in the first episode, you know, they're talking about the soups. And he says Homelander's a saint. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, well, why would he have said that knowing that? that's not the case maybe there's some plot importance to that that i don't know about yet um but it just made me think about that when i was watching this episode yeah i wonder to me i thought it was like because he's that's that's his kill he doesn't want anyone else to think homelander is bad. okay he goes okay you know that makes I mean? sense but i mean if you tell Hugh, i guess he wasn't his boy at the time but if you tell your boys like that's my kill because of this the, okay yeah right right gotcha understood but maybe that's not it. Honestly, I think you're right. There could be a deeper thing that still hasn't. I don't even know if in the newer episodes that I've watched if. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's just hit. Or it, not. It's one of those things that it's like I'm starting to see how well written some of the show is, and those callbacks and other things. Oh yeah. There's there's a a callback here in this episode that I'm going to reveal during the small screen scoop. Oh man. Um. Uh. But yeah. So. Kind of depressing a little bit, you know, with that whole situation because you feel bad for Billy and he is unfortunately going about getting his revenge in the worst way possible, I think. In a very like, dark way, yeah. Yeah, you know, so kind of stinks. But anyway, so side quest over. We're back at the house now. Um, Mesmer has read, you know, the situation with the female. Her name is now Kemiko. Yes, we do find out her real name. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of nice. We don't have to keep referring to her as the, the female. female. Um, but yeah, so uh, what we essentially find out then is the reason that um, 
they were giving her the compound V essentially is because they wanted a terrorist organization to have a soup. Have a super villain. Right. So that would essentially force the government to say, okay, well, they have a soup. We need a soup. Yep. You know. And that was that's one genius business move there by Vaught. But now you get to know who the female is. She was going to be just freaking I guess fodder for this plan. She was just going to be a super villain that the Homelander have to kill at some point. Right. Right. You know, and they Homelander knows much, about her. Yeah, they were pretty much um essentially going to be using her just just for that and no other reason. Like, okay, she's part of this terrorist organization. We're going to give her this compound V. She's going to be a super villain, super villain. We'll have our soups that go and kill her and that's that. Like, they were ready to like just sacrifice her to this plan essentially. Yeah. But now they don't have her, which screws everything up for Vaught. Big time. Um, but yeah, the Homelander knows about her. Um, and so with all of this now, with the evidence of the Compound V, the babies, the terrorist you know, plot organization uh, thing of trying to force this whole soups in the military thing, now it's like, okay, well, Billy's got everything he needs to yeah. blow this wide open. Susan said to him, you know, in the couple episodes back or the previous episode, whenever it was, like, bring me some real evidence. Bring me some concrete evidence that I can act on. And then we can fund you and, right. and get we can fund you and, and, and keep things going and, and really chase this lead down and go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. So at this point, Billy's like, okay, <laughs> I got everything I need. I'm going to go talk to Susan. This is where somebody makes a real dumb decision. Yeah. Stupid decision. So Billy goes and talks with her, and you know he, I think he has like a folder, maybe it's just a paper, yeah, um, or an envelope or something that he's like gonna give her. He explains a little bit. He kind of gives her just a taste of what he's figured out. And I think he tells her about the babies, right? Is that he tells no? He tells her about everything. He tells her about the babies. He says that he has compound V, but he doesn't. He doesn't give her everything. He has the compound V in like a bag. That's what it is. Yeah, it was a sample. Of yeah. the compound V. And she wants to take it so that she can be like, okay, well, we can run some tests and figure stuff out. And that's when he gives the notebook, uh, the piece of paper that has his demands on it. Right. Right. Yeah. Which have a few things like money and all that. Yeah. And like a, an office space. Like it's funny. It's kind of funny to go through it, I think, when you read it. But then the last one is uh, pretty much Homelander's head on a freaking pike. It's yeah. Like I want all things against Homelander. I want him taken down, basically, all that. Yeah. And Susan, who's not an idiot, goes, fuck no. Yeah. Well, she says, you know, she says, I can give you everything on this list mm-hmm. except for Homelander. Yeah. Which she even mentions, like, if he's just, he'll just destroy everybody. Yeah. Which yeah. she's right. You know what I mean? Like, there's, you try to take him. Who, what, what takes him down? Nothing. He doesn't have a kryptonite. Yeah. We, like. we have not seen yet that he has any sort of weakness or anything that would, um, you know, be something that they could exploit. Yeah. So she goes, I can give you everything but Homelander, and he's a no-go. Yeah, this this that was a deal-breaker for him, which I understand why it would be, but at the same time, it's like, you know... How do you, how do you get Homelander? If, if that were me, if I'm Billy in that situation, and I'm not, because like I said earlier, I'm a bitch, but if I'm in that situation, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to take what I can get here, and I'll figure out the rest. Yeah. You know? Um, exactly, because if you're taking down all the, if you're taking down Vaught at some point, you take down Homelander. Right, right. Yeah, you kind of got to systematically break it down. 
mm-hmm. and he's kind of just going to be the final piece of the puzzle yeah um in in taking down homelander uh but yeah so she says you know i i can do all this i just can't do that and He's just like, all right, no dice. Takes a sample back. He's like, whatever. You know, you don't want to yeah, help me out. I'm out of here. Which still shocks me, even though I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Well, and the crazy thing is then, um, you know, he goes back to to the squad then. And they're expecting him to come back with good news. They're expecting him to be like, okay, we you hit a home run. Like, we're in business now. We're good. And he comes back and he's like, ah. Wasn't she enough. She didn't go for it. Yeah. And he essentially just lies to them, and they're like, "What, really?" Like they're surprised because they're thinking all of this stuff—the the compound B, the babies, the terrorist organization, you know, plan, the uh, everything—that that should have been more than, more than enough. enough to convince her. Okay, this is a serious situation that we have to look into. Yeah, um, which this again pisses me off at Billy. Like Billy's a great character, but he's, he's just, very self-sabotaging. Yeah, and he just—he's not honest with his group, the boys. Like he's not. They're, he's never honest with them. He lied to Emin right away to get him in the group. Right. You know, right. and well, and the thing is, um, he's not honest with them, but and I don't want to get like all deep and stuff here. He's not honest with himself. Oh, you're getting real deep. I know, <laughs> oh my I know. god. Um, you know, he's been lying to himself about his his wife and that whole situation. Uh I think, you know, he he kind of even lies to himself in that he he I think he really maybe I'm wrong. I think he says and projects this whole i hate soups thing as really just uh a thing for like i just hate homelander yeah and he's just kind of lumping everybody else together yeah you know in with that takes them all down because he hates homelander yeah yeah but very nonchalant in a very smooth witty way he's like you know what it's all right though you know they don't want to we help can, us out we got our own plans we, yeah we got our own plans well we we can basically just handle this however we want yeah which Sure, but you have no money. Yeah, you know all that. Um, I don't know, Bill. You disappointed me here. Definitely, yeah. definitely, very disappointing. Um, I do want to go back to Billy and Huey's adventure. This starts because in the beginning of the episode, Huey does have a date with um, Starlight. Starlight. Yeah, and they're having a great time, like real cute date. And um, one of Huey's friends meet some and they're oh, kinda, yes. They're hanging out, having a good time. When he hadn't seen him in a while. In a long time. He hadn't seen him since Robin's funeral. Right. Well, and he even mentions he's like, yo, after that car went into the electronics shop, like you disappeared. You disappeared. No one's seen you. He's like, and again, we kind of don't really know how long it's been. Has it been days? Has it been weeks? Has it been It seems like months? Weeks to a month, right? Yeah. 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 Um but yeah, so his friends kind of ragging on him because he doesn't recognize that starlight he recognized her and was like oh, i probably just seen you around but then he's kind of she's pretty so he's like flirting with her a little bit so huey steps away for a little bit but his friend notices it comes up and like you said talks about that but also does mention to him like she's way out of your league bro like you you know moving on or whatever right but also says i'm happy for you and i think this is what robin would, would have wanted see i disagree <laughs> like, <laughs> real quick right yeah like it was real quick you know <laughs> I, they don't really make it clear how long Robin and Huey were together, but we're assuming it's probably I mean, were, been a year, two years, maybe a, yeah. a, a little while. They were going to move they're, in together. If, yeah, they're talking about moving in together. That's the kind of stuff you talk about after like a year, two years minimum. Yeah. Of of dating, like I think when I moved in with Clarissa, we were together for like two years already at that point, or a little over two years. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So when when he says, you know, oh, you know, 
it's good you're moved on, whatever. I'm like, if that's if I if I had a friend that I saw out on a date with like, another slow chick, it down, yeah, big like, dog. Oh, you sure this is what you want to be doing? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know how to read that either. It was it was, but it was nice to see like somebody if he was past, kind of say, oh, you know, it was to see like where have you been. Right. You right. know, this crashed into the building. You disappeared. Are you all right? And he was kind of was like, yeah, I was I'm, kind good. Of, I'm good. Just kind of figure myself out or something like that. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was good. But that leads. I don't know what else you have to talk about. Other things. Well, so there is one other important thing here that I want to touch on before the, the closing so, yeah. of the episode. Gotcha. So Mesmer. Um, oh, there, yeah. There were a, a couple things that, um, you know, I want to talk about. So. One of the ways that M.M. got him to agree to do what he's doing is because Mesmer um, has a, a kid who he doesn't really see. Um, no custody at all. I think like not even like partial. Yeah. And I guess M.M. like knew somebody that could pull some strings and was able to like have them meet up. Um, Mesmer goes and is happy to see his daughter, but she's very much like dude i don't even really know you and i don't really want to be here yeah you know whatever um and it's important to note they did hug when it was over right meaning he did touch he could read her mind yeah and knows that she doesn't want to be there but um you know he the the whole reason he agreed to do it was because mm was able to pull that string to get her and to to agree to meet him and they would see each other i think weekly or something like that that was the plan yeah Yeah. it's like okay well you can if you do this for me i'll use my connections to get it to the point where you can have visitations weekly supervised and whatever. Yeah. Um, so I didn't want to touch on that. But aside from that, we find out Mesmer's a little bitch. He is a little bitch. And after, you know, he's helped out the boys and whatever, he runs and goes and tells Homelander. Yeah. And essentially um, tells him, like everything he says you guys are, you're looking for a skinny white guy a, a, a french guy french guy all um, that yeah you're the british guy the black dude yeah um he tells him everything that happened. them and he has pictures of them on his phone that's why i wanted to note that billy and huey showed up to the house because there was a camera on the doorbell right right so the homelander starts to scroll through it and one of the pictures you see is Huey. It's like, this motherfucker saw Huey before. Right. He oh, saw no. him at the Believe, Believe event, event yeah. in the VIP tent. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, tells him about that. And then Homelander just flies off with his phone. Um, and he's like, oh, that's my cell phone, man. Yeah. He's like, that's my stapler guy from the office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's it, it's crazy because so he calls the lady that is going to do the visitation. It's like. She doesn't want to see me. Don't worry about it. First of all, you're a shitty dad. Right. You're a shitty dad. Yeah. You can easily see her weekly and she can start to get more excited to meet you. You can spend some time yeah. with there and be a good dad. Um, And yeah, but then he gives away and he's even telling Homelander like, I'll even take an office job or whatever. You know. Yeah. He's essentially trying to get back in with Vaught and or the Seven because they, they do mention earlier that they think he'd be willing to help because he hates Vaught and yeah. hates the Seven. Because he got fired from there or something. Yeah. I yeah. think it was, you know. Something along those lines where they let him go or they didn't need him or whatever. But now he's trying to get back in. Um, Which Homelander doesn't even agree to anything. Just flies off with his phone. Right. Because Homelander even hated meeting him. Yeah. It it seems that Homelander knew that at least to that point that he didn't like like that Mesmer didn't like seven the seven or Vaught. Yeah. I also think Homelander feels like this guy's beneath him. 
Oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah. I'm sure he does. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, reading people's minds is a cool superpower, but like in comparison to <laughs> what Homelander can do or Maeve or, you know, whatever, yeah. not really something that's going to come in handy in a combat situation, like maybe in like a spy situation or some espionage type shit. But in a combat situation, like Mesmer's useless. Yeah. You know, and it, he's, a, he's he's a middle-aged, you know, overweight, chubby dude who can just read minds. Yeah. And I do love, like, the comparison of Billy and Homelander when they meet, see Mesmer in this episode. Mesmer just goes up to shake their hand. They're both like, nah. You're, you, I'm not falling for that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So I thought that was pretty cool, too, because, you know, the, both of those characters obviously don't like each other. And it's like, right. they did the same same exact thing. Yeah, um, but then the episode closes out. Huey and Starlight are the same on bar. another date. Yeah. Now Billy has already made it clear to Huey at this point through the the not AA meeting, but the 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 meeting the meeting with the other people and then talking about Homelander, and right. he kind of just says all soups are bad. Yeah, Don't he's be already made it very clear that he he shouldn't be dating Starlight. Yeah, that she's probably bad too, and maybe he just isn't seeing it. And he does try to explain too, like Starlight's not like the rest of them. Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't believe it. So they're on a date. They seem to be having a good time. Um, Starlight kind of is um, realizing, like, okay, this this whole she's done with being a soup. Yeah, for the, the whole seven. soup situation. It, it it doesn't seem like it's for me. Yeah, and she had a bad day, which was you know we'll, I won't go too long into it, but I was I was impressed. She meets with Madeline. Madeline's like, we right. need all this to be fixed, and. Starlight stands her ground. She's like, I'm not wearing the new suit. Yeah. Um, get rid of the deep. She even has other things she says and and she's like, Well, you're gonna be doing this. And I love it. Starlight just goes, No, no, no I'm not. And they're like, Well, then you won't be part of the seven. She goes, Be a little weird firing somebody out of the seven after they just admitted sexual assault from the seven. Right. And it was like, damn, get her, Annie. Yeah, no, she definitely was standing up for herself. Um, it even got to the point too where um, Madeline forced the Deep to publicly apologize. Yeah, which and, his apology like that was hilarious because it was so fake. Oh yeah, and he had to keep doing different act- takes of it. Right, right. He was trying to like just act it out and like get like the perfect apology, but yeah, know, it was obviously just just staged. He he doesn't mean what he's saying. No, and they got he got sent to Sandusky, Ohio. So he's not really in the seven. He's now a hero in Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah. So sucker, get out of here. Well, and like we had kind of touched on it before, I think when I was talking about, you know, if A-Train lost that race or, you know, would they replace him? Clearly now we see that anybody in the seven is pretty much replaceable, except for maybe Homelander. Homelander, it's it. Because of his relationship with Madeline. Um, And he'd kill everybody. That too. Yeah. That too. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Starlight's, you know, had Everything a bad she's day. She's gone through. She's on a date. Yeah, and she's like, I don't want to talk about superhero stuff. And he's he was like, cool. Right. And then she brings up, why don't we just get out of here? Yeah, she kind of starts venting to him about stuff. And she tells him about like this beach in the Bahamas. And she's like, you know, we should we should just leave. We should go there. And Huey like kind of takes it as a joke. He's like, Oh yeah, I'll learn to play the steel drums and whatever. Yeah. Um, but she means it. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm taking that every day of the week. Well, so like Huey kind of is joking about it, but then he realizes, like, oh, oh, like you're serious, yeah. Um, and it, I think it kind of shocked him a little bit. 
Um, Because even like even jokingly was like, oh, we'll we'll buy the tickets, we'll buy the plane tickets or whatever. But then when he realizes like what's going on, he's like, whoa, like what what's happening here? And and she kind of just opens up to him that like being part of the seven is not what she thought it was going to be. She doesn't really give details necessarily. No, but she doesn't want to do it anymore. Right. Yeah. She doesn't want to be a superhero. She doesn't want to be part of the seven. Um, and at one point then, you know, Huey's kind of getting nervous again and then he starts to see Robin. Yeah. Um, which, you know, he's already had a couple times. The first date they went on, the first official date, she sees her at the bowling alley. Yeah. It's his guilt. Yeah. It, 100% is his guilt. Um, but again, that's like when, when we talked about earlier when his friend at the beginning of their first or their first date in this episode, when he's like, "Oh, I'm happy for you," whatever, blah blah, like it has to be eating away at Huey, yeah. Because again, he's probably the only other person who's semi good, so this is probably be building up inside of him. Um, yeah. But rather than <laughs> you know being like, "Okay, well, I need to," you know figure out my shit here before I start moving into this. He just leans into it literally and then pulls her in for like a kiss. Well, yeah. So I think it's important to note too. I think Robin disappears from his view before the kiss. Yeah. yeah. So I, to me, as I'm seeing this, I see this is him finally moving on from Robin, which I know you would find messed up. That's so crazy. It's but like it's, two it's, weeks ago, three weeks ago, your girlfriend dies. Yeah. And now you're just like, oh, I'm on another chick. Yeah. But. It's him moving on, and it's like his mind finally clear. If if you can forget about Robin in three weeks, and somebody as pretty and as down to earth and as cool as Starlight is saying, let's go to this island together, I'm pulling a yes then. If you're able to forget about Robin, I'm going to go live on this island where I don't deal with the fact that I kill a soup, the fact that I got to worry about the soups all the time, and I'm with a girl as pretty as Starlight. I'm done. I'm out. Let's go. I don't know, man. I'm out because then I don't have to worry about all the other drama that's going on. And and I don't know if um you know moving forward if Robin is still a thing in other seasons. I don't know, but you do. But I know. Um. But yeah, it just I don't like it's it's one of those things where I've mentioned it before. Like nobody seems good, even Huey. Like to me, it's like if you're able to just get over your girlfriend who you were maybe going to be moving in with that quick, just date this other girl who, yeah, she's famous. She's a superhero. She's very pretty. That just kind of makes me think a little bit less of Huey. Yeah. I don't blame you. Brings her in for this kiss. And I'm just like, bro, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Not even the worst part of that. Billy butchers there. Oh, when the kiss happens. Oh yeah. And what an intense moment. Like I thought, Billy was going to blow everything up right there for Huey. Well, I, I thought that, you know that was a possibility too, but I feel like he also knows he can't do that because if he does, it ruins everything. Well, Starlight might go back and say something because even though she's sick of the seven, she doesn't want to be part of it. Whatever, she could, you know, to to she might be hurt then if she thinks. That Huey's just been using her this whole time, yeah. And she might then say, "Well, I'm you screwed me over. I'm going to screw you over." Yeah, for sure. You know, um, but, yeah, but yeah, what a, what a crazy thing. Because then Billy's obviously pissed off, and he he tells Huey again, like, "You can't date a soup. Wouldn't it suck if she finds out you killed Translucent? You know, you did this. You tapped her phone, 
Right. You know, right. and it's like I feel so bad for Huey then because it's like he could Billy would do that. I I, would, I can see Billy doing that. Well, and the thing is, you know, when when Starlight gets there, she doesn't know who Billy is. She has no idea, and he kind of just plays off, "Oh, we're old friends," you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and they have a bit of an awkward, you know, conversation, and she's like, "I'm gonna go get some drinks," and he's like, "All right, cool." Um, and that's when he tells you, he's like, "You know, I told you this isn't a good idea. Soups are bad, yada yada," and throws this guilt trip on him. Um, and you know, it's just like. Why why is Huey continuing to take this from Billy? Because at this point he's also gotta realize that Billy's just using him too. Yeah. MM and Frenchie, they know Billy's MO. They know what he's like. They know he's not the nicest person or the greatest person. So they get it. They're agreeing to go along with what they're doing because they believe in the cause, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Um, but they know what Billy's like. Whereas Huey, it's like you have to pick up here that he's just using you and he's a shitty person. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like Huey's really caught on to that yet. Um, and maybe he will. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was an intense scene. And yeah, I mean, we know Starlight's good, but I can understand Billy's side of things. Like he doesn't know that for sure. Right. You right. know, you hear all these bad stories. I mean, you go to that meeting, look at all this stuff that happened. Most of that probably was just because the soups wanted to do whatever they wanted to do. Right, right. So I don't blame them. Yeah. But it closes. What song is it closed with? Do you remember? I do. Well, this is this is the small song oh, that I wanted to get into here. Let me step back then a little. Because it's it's important to one of the running things. That we have talked about, yeah. Right. Um, so uh, the episode ends with Billy leaving, Starlet coming back. He's like, oh, well, where'd your friend go? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Um, but it ends there. And so the, the the small screen scoop that I want to get into. Well, first off, before we end small screen scoop, what was your favorite part of this episode? Oh, man. Favorite part of this episode was probably... This is a tough one. This is like there wasn't like anything real up crazy. I'm gonna go with this is tough. I'm gonna go with just MM in general. Okay. MM just like doing the stuff he said this episode was great and hilarious and he was just kind yeah. of badass this episode. Well yeah, and he was definitely playing uh, a more integral role to making things happen for the boys, getting Mesmer on board and snap whatever. So I, I can read. He's definitely, and like I said, he is growing on me. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite part was definitely just now knowing the context of the. It was perfect. <laughs> it was it was perfect down to the last minute detail. Like that that clip had gone so viral on you TikTok. Still, you still have another clip that you need to catch up to as right, well. Yeah. Right, exactly. I think it was probably over last summer that clip was going like super viral on TikTok, and it doesn't give you anything about the show, but it was everywhere. And I just had no idea what the context of it was. Now yeah. I see that it was part of this fake promo thing for Homelander. But yeah, that that was my favorite part. I think my least favorite part of the episode um, was was probably the just in general the fact that Billy is just going about his whole revenge plot 
in the worst way and every step along the way where he could he could be getting what he wants because it's not the way he wants it he's just like well no yeah you know i'm kind of along the same lines mine's is just the bad decisions they made this week like uh French NMM going out, going to Mesmer. Like they're one, yeah, bringing got, in Mesmer was stupid. Yeah, one, you got Frenchie who's made, so you're going to be out in public. Two, you, you you got another person that is a loose end. Yeah. Um, And then you have Billy who's just like, like you say, just making the dumb decisions and very selfishly making the dumb decisions. Like because they couldn't get Homelander, it's obvious why you couldn't get Homelander. And he's still right. like, nope. Right. Um. So the small screen scoop that I want to bring in here um. We had mentioned throughout all of our episodes, or most of the episodes, um, Huey's shirts and who Huey says he likes mu- the music of. Now, in the last episode at the Believe event, he's wearing a Billy Joel shirt. Yeah. And um, I don't know if they did that on purpose to draw your attention to a shirt that he's wearing or if maybe it was a, because this is a Christian, family-friendly event. He didn't want to wear what one of the shirts he normally is wearing, like an ACDC or you know whatever. Yeah. Um, which I think in this episode he is going back now to wearing a rock shirt. I think he is wearing an ACDC shirt in this episode. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember for sure. Yeah. But he's wearing Billy Joel in the last episode. In this episode, you get it twice. Actually, when um they're shooting the the part at the at Homelander's childhood home, you get the opening to a song to this song, and then at the end during the credits, you get the 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 full song and it's big shot by billy joel yeah which um i wouldn't say i'm a huge billy joel fan but i, I like billy joel quite a bit yeah that's a and good one. big shot is probably my favorite billy joel song yeah okay. um so it's kind of cool that like they're they're tying this stuff in um i'm excited to to see if they continue to do some of this stuff like are we gonna get music from because one the the music throughout the show is phenomenal whether it's the original score that they've done for the show you know the background music or the licensed music that they've gotten it is all spot on it fits each scene perfectly um the the songs that they played during the credits they're great um i'm wondering like Okay, are we going to get more of the music from the shirts that he's wearing and those bands? Are we going to get more? Like, now we've gotten Billy Joel. Are we going to get Simon and Garfunkel? Are we going to get James Taylor? We'll see. Maybe. Um, But, yeah. So, uh, overall, a a little bit slower of an episode, so that's why I rated it a little bit lower. But I am hoping and thinking that episodes seven and eight are going to start building back up yeah we got the information we needed for these to start to build back up yeah i'm wondering too like you know when when um the boys dropped and i don't know the timeline of things if they knew that they were green lighting a second season or not um obviously we know it happened then we have seasons one two and three we have season four coming out but when this dropped did they already have season two planned out because you know, it could have just easily been if this show wasn't successful, then they might not have shot season two. So I'm wondering, does it end on a cliffhanger that they would have been able to be like, well, it just ends and, and it'll be okay the way it ends. I don't know. Mm. We'll, see. Yeah. we'll see. I don't know. But yeah, so um, just wanted to, you know, put this out there and, and let you guys know that we're, we're coming towards the finale here of season one. We're definitely going to be doing seasons two and three in Gen V. 
Yep. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, this episode will be airing this weekend on Sunday. Um, we have been trying to release two episodes a week. This week, we only released one episode of The Boys because we also started our Avatar podcast, which yep. is out there as well. Search for uh, small screen couch commentary, Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, this episode will be out this Sunday. I think we're going to try and see if we can get back to releasing two episodes a week moving forward. I would like uh, to. At the yeah. very least to finish out season one. And then we'll see what the schedule is going to be like for seasons two and three moving forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Make um, sure you subscribe to our YouTube. We're almost, we're 13 away from our goal of 50. So we're at 37. Yeah. 37 so thank subscribers. You. Thank you to everyone who has supported us. We're starting to engage with people. We, we've get most of our engagement on Facebook. But um, we're getting some on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we want to keep talking with you guys. We want to keep seeing, you know, what um, the things that you're agreeing with us on or not agreeing with us on. Um, some of it is mostly on the clips and stuff like that. But uh, about the podcast or the show itself, what are you guys thinking? Let us know. Yeah. Um, there was one thing I did want to say, and I had posted it, I think, earlier this week on Instagram. We... Um, Obviously, we're doing the boys podcast here. We started the Avatar podcast. Um, Billy and I, I think we have agreed for later this year, one of the shows we want to cover is The Bear. Yeah. Um, but then what other shows do you think we could do? Yeah. Is there anything in between now and the later part of this year that we might be able to cover? Um, so let us know. Is there another show that you'd want us to, to cover here on the podcast? And uh, maybe we will. We'll see. Maybe we won't. I'm sorry. That's not nice. Yeah, that wasn't nice. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. But uh, yeah, tune in next week. We'll be finishing out uh, episodes seven and eight. And then that'll be season one. Yeah. In the bag. In the bag. Do you think we should do maybe like a season one recap? I think so. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure out how we'll do that. We'll see. Yeah. All right, y'all. We'll have a good one. Peace. Peace.